Today is June 8th. The Yankees lost the series to the White Sox. Double header due to the AQI at the end. Judge injury. We haven't talked about that. Nestor injury. We got a lot to discuss on this episode of Talking Yanks, so let's do it. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got producer BBD in the corner. The Yankees had some uh, injury updates that feel like a long time ago, but we haven't discussed them on the show yet. They play three games against the White Sox. Lose two. Win one. Bomber. He shut him down in game three. Jake, how are you? There you go. James Davis, everyone joining us. Everyone who double joined us. We did a yes Live stream on the app. Thank you for joining us over there, and thank you for joining us Thursday, June 8th at 10, 17. We do have to get a car out of a parking garage at about 11.30, so the show will be ending around then, so get ready for that. And, I mean, let's be honest, a little bit of a lackluster series, like you mentioned. We haven't talked about the judge news on here. Good clickbait title, BBD. Um... But yeah, kind of a lackluster series. There's a lot of big picture stuff. Uh, Judge and Nestor, <laughs> who are two of the three people on the Red Sox Yankees series graphic, go on the aisle this series. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some month out questions with this team. There's some season out questions with this team that I don't know felt kind of apparent in what was a glum, overcast fire series from Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The 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 judge and Nestor news, they don't really wrap into recapping this series. They don't wrap into awards, but they're the biggest topics to discuss. So it might push the other stuff back, but that's kind of kind of gotta tackle that. Uh I don't know, you wanna do that now and then? Yeah, that's I think that's the groundskeeping when we used to label this. Yeah, series. but it's quick. This might be like half the show. Like Nestor is out for a yeah, while. Like we'll, I don't know we'll if we'll gloss are... over the recap portion yeah. and do awards. Yeah, yeah. Ne- Nestor is out probably till after All-Star break. Or no, like August, I think. I think the timeline had him coming back post-deadline for sure. So he's going to be the trade piece we add as Nestor comes back off the I.O. Requiring two weeks of no throw before he can begin ramping up again. Yeah, so I looked at a bunch of pitchers that had the shoulder strain, two-week no throw, Tristan McKenzie was had the same exact thing. He is making rehab starts, but it's he's back. He's back, but back. He, he tore his terrace major or whatever. He had a He was six weeks. Yeah. What's that? Or terrace minor? Whatever whatever the muscle is. They, I think they found an actual muscle that That ripped. Yeah, maybe they just said strained left road hitter cuff. The other thing is the Yankees don't call injuries what they are. Yeah, ever. that's. I think that's where it gets tricky because I, I think I'd been alluding to this a little bit. I, I think Nestor's shoulders tired, which might even be worse because I don't know if it if it gets juiced up this season. But feels like they're putting him in a two week timeout, and then they're going to check. And then and then it's ramp up, flat ground throw, minor starts. You'd assume, however long he's shut down, is they got they'll probably have to match that for the ramp up period. Yeah, I could see him and Judge in an interesting timeline back. Judge should beat him. Okay, I hope. I think Judge should beat him. Judge should be around four weeks. Judge, it feels like we haven't gotten the next update yet, and Boone kind of snapped at reporters today. Today? Yeah, that he was. He said, like, we don't know. We need the swelling to go down, and we'll tell you the next update, but we don't know right now. They basically, like, 
unofficially officially said like uh ask after this weekend for an update on his timeline we will not have one they did the thing where they take the blood out and put it back in Mm. what they what were you what are those the the prp blood platelets yeah rob in the office that he had that they take the blood out they mix it up and then they put it back into you so you get some fresh juiced up blood juiced up blood um, it sounded like best case, best case scenario from Twitter doctors. So I don't know. It was like three weeks, best case, best case. Yeah, best it, case. it looked like four to six. And Jazz Chisholm did the same thing, uh, same injury, same kind of position, different body, obviously. But uh, mm. And they said four to six turf toe for him. And the Yankees didn't say any of that. And then- so Boone today... This is a tweet from Brian Hoke. Boone got a little testy when asked about Judge. Honestly, guys, with the timeline, we don't have a timeline. We don't know. He got a shot in his toe yesterday. I don't have an answer for you. When we do, we'll give you the best timeline we possibly can. Judge came back with uh, where you where injuries kind of could land, but it's bad fodder. He's He said there's no timetable really, which I think is best because there's a couple things going on. So I think they don't want to say a timetable, then it's a couple weeks longer or a couple weeks less. Yeah, I don't like, blame him on that. Right. So I, Just comparing it to other injuries and other like turf toe or sprained toe, uh, right. it is around the four-week area, like where three would be good, four would be normal, five would be not terrible. It's it, like it would happen... Right. So if anyone thinks he's going on a 10-day IL and coming back, like, I think that's not going on. Not after 10 days. Yeah, We're not going right on the away. 10-day IL. The last but... time they put Judge on the 10-day IL, they said he's coming back right after. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, It's a long time to be without him as the Rays continue to win and the Yankees are eight and a half games back and the Yankees aren't that good when Judge isn't in the lineup. So it's a, it's a, it's a real update. They yeah. got to survive. Yeah, it's the... I mean... Nestor, especially after what we saw from Randy Vasquez um, and his third time through the rotation, um, it felt like we were coming to this resolution or we weren't. So I'm almost relieved it's happening and like, all right, like give, give me the update in two weeks that he's starting to throw and he feels good and, you know, he'll do a rehab start the, the week after and we'll go from there. Um, the Yankees have a lot of off days in June. They're gonna they're gonna navigate and manipulate that as much as they can. Uh, that Nestor and let's be honest again, the pitching has been fairly solid. A lot of that is bullpen related, but the Yankees also like pressing that bullpen button. Uh, Judge, <laughs> I mean, some of the stats that came out. Um, I did baseball today with uh, Rosie because uh, uh, Trev kind of half asses everything he does. Um, that uh, Rosie was a little shocked because I was tweeting after uh, the Tuesday night's game because they were coming out with all those stats. And he was like, wait, are you really, you know, you know, Judge is, judge is going to be out for a period of time. Like, are you, how, how panicked are you? And I was like, yes. Like, you know, we, the momentum we had going, the Yankees really needed that May. Like, the Yankees won us this whole room over in May. Like, okay, so you guys have this in the tank. Bader came back. Judge came back. This was without Donaldson and Stanton, so there was still, like, more hope coming. We still haven't seen Rodon throw a pitch for these New York Yankees, and he was their big ad. Rays reel off five in a row. Yankees have a little bit of a rough patch. I think the division's back to, what, eight and a half, nine? Yeah, it's eight and a half. And without Judge for probably close to a month, wiggle whichever way you want to. I was really hoping they canceled both these games so we could push him to when judges around. But yeah, no, it's the real deal. He's played 80% of games already. So the biggest miss is like, this is going to be, if it's four weeks, like an injured season. Like when at the end, when you look at the stats, he's going to have played not a full season worth of games, which is just a bummer for like career-wise and numbers-wise. Right. Like, I know you hear toe and you don't think it's a big deal. And then you're like, oh wait, this like changes the awards voting, the cumulative stats. Well, and I hate to get to, you know, you mentioned we had some rugby guys in the office the other day and they were laughing a little bit at turf toe because that's, you know, they're the kind of sickos that, you know, well, broken forearm. They were genuinely tape, shocked tape that me turf up and toe let's would play. knock out. Uh, you know, with how valuable Judge truly is to this team, I, I think there would be Yankee conversations about him DHing, like probably on a quicker timeline. And, like, you know, not running things out as much and things like yeah. that because he is that valuable. But I wonder what – I thought batting would hurt the toe more because it's all twisting and planting on that back right foot. 
Yeah, but with with Judge and how valuable he can be and what you can kind of do to help protect that, I I think there could there could have been a world. I'm not obviously I ain't seen that foot. I'm trying to see that big toe. Um, I've asked anyone I could. Uh, but yeah, again with, with the Yankees' current roster composition and Stanton being banned from the outfield, like, uh, and it was the I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago, and I I was getting. <laughs> pre-frustrated, the Yankees with that big month of May reminded themselves that we're the Yankees, we play for more, that also they're going to fully rest judge and take care of them, which is probably the smart move. But we're now in a danger month again that the Red Sox, who just dropped to a game below 500, we play them six times in the next week and a half, and they have kind of their season on the line. That if we get the full tilt, everything you got, Red Sox, right now, I don't know. That that makes me worried that we're going to be sitting here in a week and a half like, God damn it. Like, and here we are again. We're without Bader. We're without Judge. Two of our best two-way players. Like, if you really think about it that way. Oh, defense and, yeah. I, I think Rizzo jumps Bader, offense and defense. But uh, offense and defense, I think Bader's are like, third best player. Yeah, center field defense. So, like, okay, DJ so we're missing... Right. <laughs> when you yeah, when you know. say we're missing our top two and one's the MVP, two of our top three two-way players, yeah, man, that's, that's bad. One yep. game up on the Blue Jays right now. I'm looking at that July 3rd series. Come back to the Bronx for the homestand against Baltimore. Hopefully he's back by then. But, yeah, you got to survive that. You got to survive that stretch. The team is weird, man. I mean, they're winning. The the other guys are hitting. But just a month of this? Yeah. I mean, the, the Red Sox are either going to be the best thing that's happened to us or the worst thing that happens to us because they are six of our next eight games. There's also two with the Mets in between there, which you could say, and a couple off days. So, like, the Yankees can navigate this, and we could be looking back next Sunday and being like, whew. You know, the, the schedule actually worked out. The Yankees turned it on a little bit, and, and we got through here. Um, there's also an Oakland series at the end of the month that you can, you know, you they've look been, at They've been taking it to some teams. You, they are. The, I watched an unfortunate amount of athletics baseball this week because of the forest fires um, and gambling. Um, that... They will be able to salvage the month in some way, but the fact we're talking about salvaging a month when we went to when a week ago we were talking about catching the Rays, that's uh, that's tough. It's not fun. And Nestor being out because it was like obviously Nestor wasn't himself, you know, and it was getting iffy or whatever. You know, like fix this, but. Kind of needed to snap, and Nestor was the two or three of the staff. Hopefully he comes back that way, but again, I don't think he's going to come back that soon. We need that from three pitchers to be the two of the staff. Yeah. So if Bowers gives you homers and you find a way to get, like, hero homers, you still need the pitching. Luckily, they have a light month, but... Is there an element of, like, relief that, like, all right, maybe this just is what was wrong with Nestor, and whenever he does come back optimism that he can be who he was. I'll tell you Not what. really. Those, those, to see it. those first two starts, the third time through the lineup, um, you know, you can either quench your thirst or not, um, and he's going to have to do that. Was that a throw to something? Oh, just quench your thirst? Well... If you see Nestor and he's good the first time, two times through and he's bad the third time through, that's going to do nothing for you, right? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I thought you were throwing it through two times or something. Back. Um, I don't know what they do in the rotation until then. They have a little wiggle room because they can go four-man for the next two times through. Randy looked pretty good. Didn't look bad. Burrito had some good starts. Clark has looked better of late. But uh, Sevy's looked worse of late. Hermana is, is good. It's, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's a dangerous game. Yeah, I, 
Rodon pitched on the mound. He faced batters on the mound. It's good to actually see, yeah. like, road to recovery footage. He's still not in games or, like, do they, they say he's going to go. Like, if he's pitching on the mound of these guys, when why don't he just go do ramp up to bullpens in? I would, I would guess we are one to two updates away from a Rodon game because he is pitching to batters off a mound. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, just for this upcoming stretch, uh, the Yankees have off day Monday, off day Thursday. Uh, so I think of next week. So I think they will... Well, it's Cole, Herbon, Schmidt versus Boston. Right. Off day, and then... Sevy. Sevy. And then probably Cole. And then probably again. Cole, Herman. yeah. So, uh, honestly, and we're about to talk about it a little more, Sevy's the biggest question mark right now because Velo is down. Um, like, there's a, a targeted focus of, like, what is wrong, and it's clearly that. Um that yeah, his his next start is very much on watch because hey, good on Randy Vasquez who's probably getting some awards later because um, he gives the Yankees an option that we probably didn't think they had <laughs> four hours ago. Depending how you look at it, yeah, would love to see it. Um, would love to see it against a team that doesn't look like they're just trying to get the fuck out of town. Handshake double, but he was really finding the zone nice and pitching well. But pretty pretty favorable matchup for him. Would love to find some more of those over the next month or so. Yeah, it more it passed an eye test against the lackluster team. It's a little surprising he didn't um, throw any curveballs when that's supposed to be the big pitch. Yeah, that'll be something to watch. Chunk of sweepers, but there's also a lot of other pitches we're cutting, we were changing. Yeah. Wish I was changing into my bird dogs, Jim. Comfy. Feels like summer when you have them on. Someone came to our show and they were wearing them. Was that Brian that was wearing them? Or maybe not. I, um, this is powerful stuff from me. You know, I normally I'm, I'm super aloof. Sometimes I'm like borderline conscious. Bird dogs. When I travel, I'm pretty passionate about what I'm wearing. Oh, okay. Bird dogs may have become my travel shorts. Because it's comfort. They are comfortable, and they are travel comfortable. That, I don't know. I Like, I kind of just got emotional there, and it's late. Uh, stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg that make you look truly sculpted. Uses anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric. Maybe that's why. That's pretty important for traveling, too. By the end of that day, you get a little, get a little a raunch. Flight. We're going to Seattle in a, a month. raunchy. Go to birddogs.com slash... Oh, birddogs.com slash giants and enter oh. promo code YANKS for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Do slash YANKS. Do slash YANKS. That feels like a typo from our sales gang. Birddogs.com slash YANKS. For a free Yeti style tumbler. There's a link in the description. Travel in them, wear them. Not to get emotional, but oh. but Jake, the other day, yeah. I I noticed you had a nice pair of shorts on in the office, and I was about to ask you where those were from. They look nice. And I noticed the logo. It was bird dogs, and it bird made dog. sense. They have a good product. What happened in talking in, in talking Yanks today? They would say. What happened in game one? Does anyone remember? It was yeah, before right? the fires. It was a different world. Well, it kind of wasn't. <laughs> it's was kind of during. Oh, yeah. It was at the start of it. The stadium was kind of crazy. Yeah. The players didn't notice. talking about yeah. it. The players didn't notice, which was good. Clark Griswold Schmidt would welcome the Chicago White Sox into town. Tall and tan and young and lovely, Lucas Giolito, he's throwing and when he pitches, each pitch he pitches, there's no hits. The big fella held the Yankees hitless for six innings. Meanwhile, Clark got Savala'd. Two home runs from the backup catcher, woof, three nothing. 
White Sox, but bottom seven, IKF RBI. Falls in between the outfielders to break up the no-no. It's three to one, bottom nine. Donaldson brings the rain through the fire. Solo homer, but that's all. Yanks lose 3-2 final. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I watched this game. I was watching. I was there. They lose 3-2. I guess both games they lost were one-run losses. Giolito with the no-hitter. In a way. Um, one, Giolito did look good. Um, he very much had the tunneling going on that, like, Yankee hitters were kind of all over themselves, and I wasn't in a... I wasn't in a... Jersey guy like punching his couch. What are you guys doing? I was like, oh, that was kind of, that was kind of nasty. Like he's a big righty with a power changeup like that. That's not a pitch you see a lot in today's baseball. And he was mixing a couple things off of it too. I thought Giolito looked good. Um, I mean, the Yankees are also without Aaron Judge, so it's a different lineup. They tried to Volpe coming off of LA. They slid him up hoping to kind of spark him. That didn't work. Um, and right now, Stan and Rizzo kind of aren't helping out, which if any two guys are going to replace Judge, it's got to be them. It's true. G. Little looked good. He came out, and I'm like, oh, the Yanks are good against bullpens, so like maybe this helps. They're terrible against starters. And then you see the full bullpen. Like for the White Sox, that's what you drop. G. Little, Kelly, Graven, Hendricks. Donaldson pops that homer to make it a one-run game. Um, decent outing by Schmidt. A pretty good outing. He looks crisper. Quality start. Savala got him twice. The second one, Savala getting him sucked. First one is the shortest home run in the history of home runs or whatever. Yeah, still was, a homer, but it was super porch job. And you saw Clark do the the look on the face that we've seen on our pitchers and opposing pitchers. That it it was a tough one. It was a tough one. That that was a one of oneer, but. Savala cranks the other one, which, hey, you play at Yankee Stadium, and the nine-hole hitter that came into that game, he came out of that game uh, after a two-for-three hitting 170 with a 204 on base. So, yeah, I was, I was having flashbacks to early Garrett Cole getting rocked by the one guy in the lineup you'd assume wouldn't be it. Uh, and, yeah, fun fact for Savala, he has 10 career home runs. Five of them, half, are in two games. He has a three-homer game and a two-homer game now. That is a fun fact. Paul O'Neill was really chipper to spit that one up earlier today. Oh. Chipper to spit that one up. He was doing very much the Paul O'Neill where he wants to say something else, but he's broadcasting on air. <laughs> he's just like, that's that's weird. <laughs> Basically wanting to say like, oh, so he's not good, but he's had two awesome days. Clark didn't have a clean inning, which is kind of odd. The double play ball, I think three double play balls helped him out there. But he, he pitched six innings, gave up three runs. He didn't have a single one, two, three inning. Huh. Well, I, maybe he had a one, two, three inning, with but the with the double play. play. So yeah. someone reached base, base every inning. innings. Um, I think I've got a Clark butter knife that mm. I've, I've like tried to double check the math because I couldn't believe it. Spread Since it. start of May. You take out one day where the Rays shelled them, 4.27 earns. The rest is six starts, 2.25 ERA. So since May, minus one start. Minus one horrible start. Take out a Rays start. Take so, out a Rays start. So you're, leaving, so you're leaving in Cleveland and Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland, Oakland, Cincy. <laughs> okay. Baltimore, Seattle is real. Baltimore, Seattle is real, yeah. And those were good starts. He's just, he's he's actually like, if he can beat the bad teams. He's looked better. Yeah, I mean, Yan Yankees put up a seven spot in this game. We say, hey. Do I want Clark? In, quality start from uh, do Clark. Do I want Clark in the postseason as a main starter? Absolutely not. No. But he's looked better. And uh, helped. he's put them in a position to win a couple games. They did not win this game. Then the next game gets rained. Not rained out. Gets smoked out. Fired out. Fired out. AQI. Too high. Don't too go high. outside. Way too high. Game two happens... Today at 4 o'clock. Yeah. You got a burner for it? How about that? I sure do. Let's do it. 
double header day in the boogie down. Grab a bevy and watch some Seve as Luis tries to bounce back for the Yanks against Junk. Grabbing Lance Lynn. Hey, why don't you eat up and I'll tell you. How's your burger? Homer to center. It's two nothing but Higgy Smalls and Thick Willie. They tie it up at two apiece. Robert Jr. I think we just say Robert now. I think everyone moved on from that. Three to two. And oh, Moncada, they come. Moncada, they fall. What fortitude by the White Sox to make it fortitude. But Jim, Thick Willie, Jim Calhoun, Huskies, another one. 376 feet. Tied up at four. Give me the lead, Oswaldo. How's your tripler? It's five to four, Yanks. They'd kick it to their bullpen and w- Oh no. Like a king without his crown. Modest Yahoo from Eloy. He hits a two run homer. White Sox win. Six five final. Ugh. Not fun when when King's blowing games, because I like King and he's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't like that. Can't give up four homers. BBD's analytics were on that. Um, First pitch sinker from King. King. Not a formula. Seve's fastball was BP for a little bit, which was problematic. Yeah. Um, He ended up kicking us some off speed after that to salvage the start because he had to. Um. But yeah, this was this was tough. This was clearly it was one of the few games this year the Yankees cuz looking back, remember the early April Yankees when we were talking about their tightrope act and like it hasn't felt pretty, but they've kind of won the games they wanted to win. They kept winning series. This felt like the first game in a little bit that the Yankees felt like they had their script and like they were supposed to win this game 5-4 and then they were like, "Wait, we lost." Yeah, the offense was all right. You know, I mean, you got Calhoun leading off. Yeah, sure do. You got uh, Glaber, Rizzo, Stan should be good. They all go over. Bowers gets two hits, two doubles. DJ goes over. Um, or am I looking at game three? No, you've got it. Higgy with two hits. Higgy with two hits. Bowers with two hits. It, this was the inverted game. This was talking yeah. about in our chat. I and mean, they like, put up five runs. They should have won this game. That lineup to put up five, especially when Seve gives you the bad start and you you fight back, it's a bummer that King can't close it out. Very much feels like a game you should win. It's Kinger. I mean, right after that, I mean, King looked like King, but yeah, that happened. I mean, it's not he didn't Just he didn't sucks. get Savalid like I do. Eloy is one of my favorite players. Whenever we play a team we don't play regularly, I'm like, wow, that guy. That guy's kind of awesome when he does what he does. But, yeah, I don't know. Coming off <laughs> coming off the Judge and Nestor news, which we didn't have, coming off a day of canceled games because of a fire, um, to open up and lose that doubleheader to lose the series, that was pretty... Yeah, knowing that you got Randy, the the young kid, and probably another not great lineup coming out for game two, not great. But then in game three, Jake, we're live on the Yes and app, then. watching Yanks, and what happens? Mike tries to get clever, Ginger, huh? against Randy Jackson Vasquez, trying to put his signature on this game. For the Yankees. I lost the box score for this game. I don't have a burn. We were we were live recording on yes, so I literally don't have the game in front of me. Ah. What happened in this game, Jim? Ah, Glaber hit a two-run homer. McKinley. Or what's his name? McKinley? McKinney. McKinney. Uh has takes an 0-2 fastball top nice. of the zone deep to right field for his 29th. Oh, yeah. Home run. Randy plays speed ball. Retired 15 ball. straight at one point, and then Bowers could have dove for a ball and been a hero, but he decided to play it safe, which is fair and fine. Mm. It would have been a hard catch anyway. 
But that puts a runner on second. Randy hits Robert with the fastball. Mm. They take him out, and they bring in Ron Marinaccio, who they ride for 30 pitches. Looks nasty, 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 nasty. Kind of falls apart. I think he also hit Robert, and then they took him out. You hit Luis, you're out. I don't know if that's that's just my memory. He just missed him. Missed him, yeah. He just missed but him. But he looked nasty. Uh, and then they bring in Clay for the save. Yeah, him and Clay, 3.1, no hits. Glaber is... throws one away. What was that about? It looked like he had a horseshoe curve grip and didn't snap it. But yeah, they win this game, and they get a really nice outing from the kid, Randy Vasquez, who doesn't throw his curveball, which he threw like third most and got like a 40% swing and miss on it in his first game, and it's his best pitch, we were told. Doesn't throw it that much at all in this game. Throws so many pitches. This kid throws six different pitches. Filled up the zone. White Sox didn't look like they wanted to be there. If we ask Boone about that, do you think he gives us a real answer? About what? Like if we're like, hey, Vasquez, curveball. We heard all about it. We saw him throw it, and then you guys come out, and it's... Sweeper cutter changeup. Like, do we get an actual answer there, or does he just like ah, he just says it's a match he was, he was feeling the yeah feeling the other pitches as well as he didn't need it. Um, should that be a segment we do? Real answer or dodge? Yeah, kind of do it. We just know beforehand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's get to awards. Talk about some of this stuff. Awards, Jim, are brought to you by Fume. You may have heard us talk about them before. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated, flavored air device that helps you do just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious Flavors. It's got an adjustable airflow dial designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing. Boy, do I know that. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Head to tryfumefume.com. Uh, no E on the end there. Use code YANKS to save 10% when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume.com. And use code YANKS to save an additional 10% off your order today. You know there's a link in that description. Talked about it. First award we give out here on Talking Yanks. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Mm. And you get to give out the first one. And I'm a little glad because I think I'm going to take the layup and take Macho Man Randy Vasquez. Um, The kid delivered. Uh, you know, I I found myself on the burrito train, uh, even coming into the year, because it was like I thought he was going to get an opportunity this year, and then okay, he's he's going to get a lot. Of I thought you were Clark train. I was burrito train. No, I was burrito. Right? I full KMAC scouting report pounds the zone, um, change up. K- KMAC was feeding me feeding me hard under the table. Um, and, you know, we, we saw Johnny and we saw kind of early he was pounding the zone and had the changeup, and then everyone was like, no slider, no slider. <laughs> and uh, Johnny kind of realized that too, and then he stopped pounding strikes, and it was like, okay, maybe Johnny's got to go down and work on a slider. Randy Vasquez gets the call, who he was pitcher nine coming into the year, uh, and he gets his second start. His first start was fun, right? He was slinging that curveball. It was uh, 4.2. Uh, he just missed the five against the Padres. And there was a play before that that didn't allow him to get five. Like, he was gonna, right? I remember thinking about Savvy. I might be blanking. I'll double-check that. Um, today, he looked great, Jim. And, I mean, pitches that we didn't think we'd be talking about. Like, I liked how his cutter looked. He threw a couple change-ups, which we didn't necessarily love. But it was like, okay. And then, yeah, that... The sweeper and fastball location, which you'll tell the people about, Jim. I like his two fastballs a lot. I like his fastball and his uh, two seam or sinker, same thing. But um, yeah, if he could get, if he could locate that fastball in the corners like he was towards the end of the game, and then play the sinker off of it, the Yankees just faced. Who did they just face that was doing that beautifully? Gilbert. 
Remember that game Logan Gilbert was pitching? Or no, Kirby. Sorry, Kirby. Kirby. Uh, Kirby. Kirby. Fastball, two-seam. That's what uh, Randy's stuff looks like to me. Uh, Kirby's just pinpoint with it, or at least he was in that game against the Yankees. But yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, the numbers are interesting. He threw so many pitches. They put a lot of balls in play. The White Sox very much seemed to be going through the motions. And uh, not really like grinding out at bats or anything, just kind of like swing, pop up, swing, ground out, swing, pop. So I'm interested to see. I think it will play. It looked good, but I don't think he was facing the most engaged opponents. Yeah, he was. His first start was against the Padres, um, and in that last inning, uh, Nola strikeout, Tatis ground out. He then hit Cronenworth with a pitch, Soto home run. Mm, oh, on the same cutter. Yeah. That was cool. That was the Friday night Apple TV game. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it. I mean, this this show would be a lot more gloomy if we were coming off a yes stream and a loss <laughs> and uh, a sweep to the White Sox. So, pride in Randy Vasquez. And it'll be a very interesting discussion, especially if Seve has another dud. If Clark regresses, that now that we've gotten a taste of this kid, and again, a little Luis Heel effect, you know, this kid deserves another opportunity at some point. He does. I would bring him up next. They might, yeah, because he was it doesn't he doesn't have to wait, right? He was the twenty seventh man, so Yeah, they can there's no fifteen day rule or anything. Yeah, I mean I would Depending how Sevy's feeling, if you can push Sevy to like the Sox series and have him start one of the games against the Mets, I don't know. Is that ridiculous? Push Sevy to right now. Sevy would be game one of the Mets. Cole would be game two. Surrounded by off days, could you start Vasquez and push Sevy to Se- so the first Sox game like or something? A week rest. You are you trying to start? Who are you trying to start versus the Mets? I'd start Randy versus the Mets over Seve. That's what I was That's saying. What you're trying to do? I was just, Seve's yeah. lined up for the Mets currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if they could or not. I'm, I can't. Yeah. I feel like they'll probably wait a turn after the double off days. Yeah, they're going to keep those four guys in there. Yeah. Unless Seve needs a break because he's, he's... Because with the double off days, you get extra bullpen, basically. So Yeah. But, yeah, I'd... With Nestor's situation, with Sevy's current status, you'd you'd love to see. After what Randy just did, you'd you'd love to see him get another look. I am going to. The Mets are bad versus starting pitching, so that's why, especially first two mm. times versus a starting pitcher, they're one of the worst. Then I almost want to go Sevy. I think they'd be good against Sevy if he's throwing those pitches. We'll, we'll talk about Sevy later, but my pride is Ron Marinaccio. Two point one innings pitched. Zero and run, zero hits, a three nothing game. And if you lose that game or you make it close, he didn't even really make it that close. He, he that was the best I've seen Ron Marinaccio in a long time. He was throwing mm-hmm. the change up in three two counts. Did the Braves just walk off the Mets? Yeah. He was throwing sure the change did. up in three two counts. He was pitching with Homer. confidence. It was really, really fun to watch. And I know it's uh, only two point one innings, but it's the only game they won. And I think he was the second. Biggest star, Randy and him shut down the White Sox. Again, I don't think the opponents were that formidable uh, in effort. But Ron, visibly, his changeup looked perfect. And Jim, you stumbled into something with Ron. Had him pitch in a while. Everyone was kind of on that. And the fact they pushed him to 30 pitches today means he'll be out for at least two days. I I would not expect him until Sunday against the Red Sox. His zero days rest, his one day rest on the season are really bad. Now, those could be flawed and like one start really moves him. But he looked really good on the five-plus days rest or whatever it was. Team that has a lot of off days coming up, you might see them... Use them like the the old Chad Green style. You know, every every five days, let's burn them for three. King style almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That'd be interesting. With Canely now, you don't need him versus lefties. If Canely's going to be the lefty guy with Wandy, yeah. then Marinaccio drops down a little bit, and maybe that's a better role for him instead of being every other day. It takes a while for guys to be good at that if they're not 100% used to it. He was a reliever in the minors, though, so. But they still don't use him back-to-back in AAA. Right. Yeah. 
So that's my pride, Ron Marinaccio. I don't know if it's his first, but I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him, too. He did look good. Oh, it's his second of the season. Look at that. Yeah. Hot in the streets, Ron Marinaccio. Good for him, man. Which brings us to the next award. Mm. You Yankee motherfucker. Couple options, huh? Um, I'll go Sevy. I mean, you know, I think you think I've been being a little too soft on Sevy. Uh, the fastball was non-competitive for an inning and a half today. Um, and they showed it on the broadcast. He came out. I think his first strikeout was at 97. And then they showed a base hit at 96. And then they showed two homers at 95. Um, if your fastball isn't there, which the Yankees track everything and double everything, you got to see what's going on with Seve's fastball. And if you're Seve, you can't be throwing it over the middle if you're going to be throwing it like that. Because we saw Reynaldo Lopez come out of the uh, bullpen for the Sox late in the game while the Yankees were looking to rally against him. And guess what? He left a couple middle, but they were at 98. And the Yankees fouled him off. Where 95 in today's baseball, that, that like doesn't move the needle like it used to. So um, he ended up, he gets the Yankees another inning, and he's going primarily off speed. He's leaning on his changeup. Um, and even through a couple sliders that, um, that got him through. And I'll, I'll be very interested to watch whether it's the Mets or if they push him back. A, we're all watching the fastball velo, but he's either... He's either not built up or he's in a funk or there's an injury, which is always scary with Seve. Um, I'm interested to see his pitch mix next time out because the fastball lost its steam and, I don't know, the, the guys were just ready to eat it up. Yeah, if, if Seve dodged MF for today, I was going to give him an award and talk about the second time through when he stopped throwing it and actually looked better. And maybe it was like, see, dude? Uh, maybe learn a, a late lesson early. A lot of pitchers learn that lesson, like how to pitch without a fastball later in their career. I think Seve's fastball will come back to him, but maybe you can learn a late lesson early and get through innings and make that adjustment quicker because it was a slow adjustment. Yeah. And there's they're just doing damage. But, yeah, I mean, if he can't find the top of the zone with that fastball, like the line, like – dotted at that plane and it's a tick below with miles per hour and then down in the zone it's gonna get hit it did yeah i mean the one to back-to-back mfers for sevy from you the one to robert um who by the way is one of the better players in the game when he's right is 94 that's caught a little bit middle middle each way the moncada one was actually that one was kind of off the dish and in he got beat on that one. But the Burger one, and by the way, Burger coming into today had the second highest slug in baseball to Aaron Judge, was 95, middle-middle. So if your fastball isn't the 98 powerful roar, Sevy, it either needs to be almost a chase pitch or you're, you're dotting it. And then, yeah, Jim, I mean, it's the end of his <laughs> appearance as a comedy show. He, he comes out uh, Burger... Six pitches, change-up, change-up, slider, change-up, change-up, change-up. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he did he did figure it out, but it was a little late, and the problem will be his next start, they'll say, oh, Seve doesn't have confidence in his fastball, and they might be sitting on the off-speed, which then you need to properly mix in the fastball. So we're doing a dance right now, and hopefully, knock on wood, it's what Paul O'Neill was talking about, that Seve pitchers spring training every about third week their stuff ticks down for a little bit hopefully that's it and we're gonna tick back up but yeah right now it's a problem yeah it looks like third time through he didn't throw like any fastballs third time through he threw one to anderson one to moncada two to vaughn he threw two to vaughn and he took him as strikes looking so i wonder if the white Sox started to get the memo that he was yeah going away from it yeah because the other pitches did look good, but they, they do need a fastball to work off of, so it's right. a tricky situation. All right. Uh, my MFR? Yes. 
I was I was looking at the tallies to make sure we're not ganging up or anything, and I've only given this kid two MFers, and and or I've only given this yeah and one, and it was the second series of the season, Phillies, way back when. Oh, so I'm, yeah, so I'm going Volpe. Okay. And I don't even know if it's worth the limited time we have left to discuss it because we've said everything. Mm. It just keeps getting pushed further and further. But, yeah, no hits. No hits, no good at bats. Yeah. Yeah. The stats are in a tough spot. Yeah. All right. couple guys dodged them, huh? Well, give them awards unless you don't want to. Who dodged? Rizzo? <laughs> I mean, Rizzo. But Rizzo's just expectations. 12. He's having a good year. Yeah, but I mean, you could get MFers for a Bad series. Week. You know? Yeah, I know. Bad week. Turn it around, dude. Stanton yeah. also goes over, but he's still kind of rehabbing. Yeah, and only two games. Could have been a king one. I mean, there would have been a slightly different tone. If they if they won two, they lose one, and it's on king. And the king's the one loss. I think it lands there, but yeah. Um. All right. Regular old awards. Regular old awards. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when you use code Yanks only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. You got the timer, Jim? I've got the timer. Oh, you make man in it. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler in Massachusetts. Call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty or visit Gambling Help Line. MA.org in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Mm-hmm. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varied by jurisdiction. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. States specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in and 10 plus leg required for 100 Percent boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. We're back. 3742. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I haven't been uh to Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas in like a minute. I was born on Boot Hill. I spent like half my previous life there, so it was funny seeing that again. And that's where <laughs> I'm gonna die. Your first award? Jim, my first award is the growth chart award. The growth chart? Or like chart. the growth wall. Like, you know, families when they... Height chart. Yeah, height chart. Height chart. We have one in the office. Growth chart, height chart. Yeah. I was Which thinking is it? growth chart because that measures... Like it's for a kid. I guess it's charting your height as you grow. So a, yeah, yeah. a growing height chart. Most height charts are for one or two people and they do it a right. lot. We have a very... As they grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growth chart. Um, gro- uh, growth chart. So, you, I mean, you kind of, you're measuring them over time. It seems like to me. Um, I don't know who you're giving this to. IKF. I mean, he's very, he's a heartthrob. But it's not him this time. I don't know. I think it is. Jim, the award is going to... Ooh, oh, pukes on himself. Josh Donaldson. Oh. James, in the first game, that again feels like it didn't happen because we've lived in a different world since then. I don't know the first game. Basically. I didn't watch it. Um, I didn't, every pitch. Lucas Giolito, no hitter. Uh, Liam Hendricks comes out of the bullpen in the 3-1 game. And it didn't feel like the Yankees had a rally in their bones, going to be honest. Uh, they've basically been no hit. The no hitter got broken up by two outfielders looking at each other. Donaldson, first pitch, inside heater from Hendricks, jumps him out of the park. So, there's two things here, right? Um, we know Josh Donaldson's a guest hitter. A lot of people in Major League Baseball are. Um, yes. yes, yes, yes. When Donaldson guesses wrong, it looks ugly, which I think drives the gear a little further into our our hearts. I hadn't seen that Donaldson homer. Um, The hands were in. He got there really good. 
which we heard the rumors that Donaldson had been hurt the previous season. I think shoulder, I think, which if it was that, that's a tough thing for hitters to have. Um, It's going to take a lot for me to buy into Josh. I watched a full season of him be kind of uncomfortable at the plate. Even when he was guest hitting, it looked uncomfortable, right? It felt like he guessed right and he got it. And if we get some of that from Josh, who, by the way, made a fantastic play at third, um, and you saw the arm strength is what makes him and DJ different. Um, if he can guess right on a few of those every week or so, because it felt like last year sometimes he was guessing right and still not connecting. If he guesses right and starts connecting, that can be an area of growth for me with Josh Donaldson. So I, I like that swing. I'm not bought in yet. I like that swing. Would you like him to get a non-homer hit? Since returning from the IL, he has three hits. They're all homers in his last uh, his last um, five hits are all homers, including the April first homer he hit. He's got, five homers this year, or five hits this year, and four are homers. Oh yeah, so his last four hits are homers, and he's got five hits on the year. I don't need it. I kind of need it, like. That's his job, kind of. Or it's supposed to be his job. The defense at third is really good. It's nice, man. Have good at-bats. With his defense and the team around him, if he can run into enough of them, I I can live with it being a little... Does he have any loud outs? I'm not bought in yet. And it's going to take a little bit, but... that uh, Oh, it's going to take a long time to trust it. the The Hendrick swing just... I don't know. If it felt different. Like the ball was in off the plate. I felt like I hadn't seen him get to that ball yet, you know? Yeah. I mean, he guessed it so perfectly that it almost scares me more than Right. And I I just I feel like he guesses on that same inside pitch last year and he doesn't get And like that. The, the Clayton Kershaw pitch was a nice set curveball, Kershaw curve and got it. Yeah. So when he gets him, he gets him. But um my first award. Yes. Is the Snake Hill Award? Snake Hill. Snake Hill. Famous battle. The lot Battle of, of Snake Hill. A lot of men died that day. Um, oh, actually, Snake Hill in West Nyack, New York, was closed uh, three days ago. So, okay. So, Clay Holmes closed today. So, it's Clay Holmes. All around great effort, but it's not. It's not. There's a song called Snake Hill. Uh, I was born on Snake Hill. That's probably where I'll die because I don't want to kill, but I've got poison in my bite. And it goes to Jake Bowers because he doesn't want to be so good. But he can't stop hitting extra base hits. Mm. He's got a 1.545 OPS in his last nine games played. He's insane. He's attacking. He 3-0 looks, pitch. He looks the part at the plate. He doesn't want to swing at your 3-0 pitch. That's disrespectful. Yeah. But what's he left to do when you disrespect him by throwing a fastball? Yeah. 3-0. That's rude. Yeah. Throw a changeup or a breaking ball. Act like I'm a threat and you're scared to throw me a 3-0 fastball. Otherwise, I have to hit it yeah. for a double because I'm a snake. That's Jake Bowers. Jake the Snake. He uh, he looks the part at the plate. Um, also, his first five steps in the outfield are awesome. So his last five. Um, <laughs> those closing. It's one of those things that's beautiful and frustrating. Like, okay, the Yankees kind of saw him and thought there was something to tap into, and they're tapping into it. And Okay, but he also didn't start the season with the team. And, like, I watched... Hicksy get a lot of run again, and now Bowers is getting run, and it kind of looks nice, and that's kind of cool, but he's still not a, a really good fit in the outfield. But, okay, we kind of need any outfield help right now. Um, and then the other thing is, like, seeing a good lefty swing at the stadium, you're like, wait, why doesn't this team have a couple more lefties? Um, 
That's not Bauer's fault. I was very impressed by the 3-0 swing. Um, it's very much the bad baseball player in me that sometimes can't fathom that. Good on him, man. He, he looks... He looks great. It looks like there's a little hole at the top of the zone with him, which, again, I want to see if, if pitchers start going for that more. Uh, but he looks good. 900 OPS in the season or, or 890 or something like that? Not bad. I'll take that, man. Not bad. I'll take that. Um, good award. Thanks. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate you. See on the team in October? In October, probably. Okay. That's a safe bet as of now. Are him and Willie both on the team? Probably not. That's the question. Depends on what the deadline is. That would I be think, plus odds. I think they're going to need pitchers at the deadline. And and there's way more pitchers available at the deadline. So, like, these corner outfielders and bench pieces might. Depends if the Yankees ever, Yankees outfielders ever get fully healthy. Well, what what would it be? I mean, we don't have a left fielder. Yeah, but if they, if Judge Stanton Bader are all full go, it would be Bowers starts the game and gets defensive replaced. It would be yeah. one of those. Yeah, we've seen them believe in that. Yeah, I mean, or IKF starts over in him. The mix Ooh. still good, still in a good way. IKF can defensive replace him. Yeah. I We're talking about IKF's a killer. What he's a late about? exactly. He's a late game hero. It's about both Bowers and and Willie being on the team. Hard to see both there, but they've both been good of late. So look at that roster. IKF last twenty eight days, number one in baseball. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Can you say that again? I don't want people to miss that. IKF last twenty eight days. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Your last award? 275 on base, 625 OPS. For who? I, IKF. Last 28? Not last 28. 809. Season. Oh, 809 OPS, 509 slugging. Get, a, get it right or pay the price. Just a season. <laughs> If you get a tattoo, I think we just found it. I think we just found it. Cap gun. Get You're giving the cap gun award? I'm not giving the cap gun award. I'm not. I'm giving out the rim job award. Gross. Let me just Google rim job so I can get in the right mindset. Rim job. Images. Dude, don't do that. Thought my safe search would be on or something like that. If you got some youngins listening, don't listen to that. Um, you're giving that to Glaber, and you're going to be so gross about it. I'm talking about basketball, like when you just miss a shot and it rims out. I bet. Rim job. I bet you grosso. Because uh, we mentioned Anthony Rizzo. 0 for 12, which is like, whoa. Hey, man. White Sox. We were watching on the live stream. He was just missing. Yeah. He was rimming out left and right. Ew. Um, I mean, that is a basketball term. Gross. Not what I Googled. Um, it looked like it was getting close. He had that 12-pitch at bat. You saw the dugout starting to hoot and holler at him. Um, Rizzo's close. He's frustrated right now in there. And, hey, let's hope... It all comes together against the Red Sox pitching staff with the short porch, and we're here Sunday night um, giggling and laughing like hobbits in the Shire because it's close. Um, but, man, we need him so badly. So, so badly. I mean, Whitlock's hitting him with a pitch, and he's locked in again. So Yeah, he needs to get hit by a pitch. If Whitlock hits him with a pitch. And Carlo hits a bomb. Whitlock owes the Yankees one. Hit him with a pitch. It'll be one of the Sox, like, just relievers that you're like, oh, my God, how are you on this team? Brennan Bernardino? Don't say that into the mic. He wears number 83. 
Proudly. They're going to bring him in for left-left, hit Rizzo on the forearm, and he's locked. Final award of the show, Jim. I'm going to go Men at Work award. The movie. What's the name of the award? Men at Work. The movie? Yeah, it's a movie. One one awards. I do like Keith David. He still gets some acting roles. By accident. Searching for David Keith. Men at work. Famous Charlie Sheen. <laughs> there is an actor named David Keith. Obviously, it's pretty common. Right. But like an actor you'd know the face of. Right. The brothers, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Yes. Are featured in it. Um, and you're giving it to Billy McKinney. No, it was a big hint here. Men, plural. Two people get this award. It goes to both catchers, Trevino and Higgy. Combined, combined, hell of a series, you know? Okay. Four for nine in the catching position. Trevi, 333 in June so far. He's getting it going. Okay. Higgy, been had hot. Ask BBD. Everyone? Tweeted him. He's been hot. He had a good uh, good stretch. So they, they got it done because with Judge out, you need new heroes every night, and that's a position that we accept kind of like no offense from. Right. Be a good time to have a good month from that position. Okay. I like when Higgy gets hits. So they're just... Higgy has confident hits. But not confident at the same time. Kind of like... They're like bullets. You're like, did you know you were going to do that? And then you think the answer is yes, but you want him to say it, but he doesn't talk. He's a big swinger. Oh, he swings big. The hat falling off. He's going to look back and be like, I had six years as an MLB player. That's. I, I wasted my life. Where did the time go? I should have been on the beach. Yeah. You missed Rortvet? Who? Whom? No, the men at work are working hard. It's been golden. What happens in this Red Sox series? I mean, it's bad starting pitching versus a team that stinks for starting pitching. Red Sox starting pitching is bad. The Yankees' ability to hit starters is the third wor- fourth worst in all of Major League Baseball. So you kind of got dull versus dull. Mm. And I'm excited to see what happens. Who who are they pitching? They got righty, righty, righty. Whitlock, Hauk, Bayo. Yep. Unfortunately, I think that's worse lineups. No, no, no. That's good. It's good. They're yeah. going to play all their lefties. Yeah, no, that's better. Yeah, our lefties are hitting. Yeah, our lefties are hitting. Our yeah. lefties be hitting. Bader in there and McKin- McKinney in there. Bader? Bauer. Confused. Uh, Cole Domingo Clark on the Yankees end of things. Yeah, Cole. Love a good Cole start, man. Pitch around Devers. Get to Domingo, Domingo oh, don't and Clark. Pitch to him. Yeah. I'm glad we're missing Paxton. Is he pitching well? He's been pitching well. Good for him. Might get him in Fenway little, next week. A little I redemption guess. game. I think we are. That's a better place to get him. It's true. A lot of lefties for Clark to navigate. Win a series. Whoa, a lot of lefties for Clark to navigate. I mean, damn, they can go they can go they can go heavy lefty, this Red Sox team. They can go. They can go seven out of nine lefty. Mm-hmm. That's what they're gonna do to Clark? No way. Probably. She and Clark's the third game? Clark's game three. I'd like to not have that be- Sunday night baseball. We want to do... Uh, Is that Clark's second Sunday night baseball game? Might be. You want to do a Red Sox-Mets, Red Sox minimum record ask or something along those lines? You haven't done one of those in a little. Didn't we do it as part of this or no? 
Like, don't we have one still going? Or no, it was the last time we did it up until the L.A. series? I think, I think it was it through was, L.A., yeah. I think it was through L.A. We should check in. Check in on that. New expectations. Yeah, but, like, they got to win. Uh, no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Final verdict. I don't think I want to. I might prompt you again. Get me five, week. I'm happy. Five out of nine? Five out of eight. Five and three. Doesn't do anything. Without judge, five and three. That's winning all three sets. More than half the games are on the road. They're bad teams right now. I know the Yanks aren't a great team. It just sucks that that's where we're at. It doesn't really help the standings or the climb or like anything. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's a bummer. Okay. Got to put the ball in play against the Sox. Their defense is bad. We can do that, right? I feel like we haven't had ugly strikeout games, have we? I don't know. Against some starters, yeah, I think. Has anyone had... I'm trying to picture a starter that had, like, double-digit Ks, and we were like, oof. They struck out... In this series, at least, they struck out 10 times in game one, but the other two games were not bad. Six and five each. Which over a full game. Ten's not crazy either. But. The last... How many strikeouts do they have today in the two games? Do you have that? Uh, six in game one, five in game two. The first White Sox game, 10. Second, for the Dodgers games, 10, 12, t- t- 11. I'm C- saying starting pitcher, like a starting pitcher that walked out and was like, double-digit case. Kirby do it. Maybe. Kirby was impressive. Let's see where he landed. He's, he'd be my my guess, pulling up his down. Darren McCulgan had six in his three innings at the end of one of those games. Kirby was seven. Eight innings, seven Ks. Kershaw had nine. So, I mean, that counts. Like Kershaw counts. Nine, nine's the number. Grove had seven and five innings. They kind of got to him. Miller had seven. Miller looked really good that day. Yeah, he might, he might be good, good. Giolito had seven. So, I think they can put the ball in play. Yeah. One of one of Willie's big advantages, I think it's he's like one strikeout in his last forty plate appearances or something. So, go into Sunday with a chance to sweep. Opening day they had sixteen strikeouts, and then there's this one game in versus Baltimore they had thirteen. That was against Tyler Wells at eight. All right, I got to run and get my car. Thanks everybody Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees.